What's going on, guys? Welcome back, I guess, to the uh, Win is a Win podcast. Um, today we're going to be doing our NFL mock drafts. I'm joined by Matt, Cole, and Tyler. And uh, yeah, let's not waste too much time. Let's just uh, get into our picks. Um, no, um, no surprises here. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, number one. Um, I think that's been a lock for the last year and yeah. a half. Uh, not the Jags, but Trevor yeah. Lawrence, I think, has been the number one mm-hmm. guy for the next or for the last year and a half to two years. So, um, if everyone has Trevor Lawrence going yeah. number one, we can just go ahead and skip right to two. Does everyone have? I have Asante Samuel Jr. We going do. number yeah. one. <laughs> Cole, shut up. <laughs> All right, All right. Uh, Number two, Zach Wilson. I don't think that's also uh, an unpopular pick. Um, oh. I that's think what that's I kind of been the consensus for the last mm, two months or so. The draft starts at three. Yeah. Yeah, it really everybody does. Took, everybody took him at two? Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. And my three. number three. 49ers. Uh, this is a toss-up. 49ers. Uh, they did this mm-hmm. before Justin Fields' pro day, after Lance had his pro day already. Um, a lot of hype mm-hmm. around Mac Jones, but mm-hmm. I think San Francisco takes Justin Fields. I say this because uh-huh. pro days are uh, a lot for quarterbacks around their physical attributes um, and you know how the ball comes out of his hand. And I think Justin Fields, um, out of those top three, has almost no questions around those issues with him. I think he's, um, I think he's probably the most physically built quarterback behind Trevor Lawrence because I'm pretty sure Justin Fields is mm-hmm. 6'3", 225-ish, and with how well he moves, I think it's um, I think it's a match made in heaven, especially with the Shanahan offense. Um, Cole, how does yep. your number three pick look? Uh, it's Justin Fields too. A main part is okay. definitely the pro day of what I watched. He ran what a four point four something. Yeah, four 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 four. Yeah, and he stumbled right. Like mm-hmm. he also yeah, he, he could have had a faster time. That yeah, that's yeah. absurd to me of how how quick he is. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's quicker mm-hmm. than Trey Lance, right? Pretty yeah, sure. I would say yeah. he's more of a, a, a pure yeah. runner than him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Lance is quick. He's not that quick. I, I mean, you can't yeah. go wrong with either, but I really think that what Fields has shown, especially in the, in the uh, playoffs against Clemson, yeah. Um, I mean, his deep accuracy in that game was awesome. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Throwing deep passes um, downfield, hitting them in stride. Was the Wilson. Yep. I agree with that. So, um, yeah, yep. I have Justin Fields going there. All right, Matt? What you got, Matt? I don't have Justin Fields. I uh, I have Mac Jones. The reason because Mac Jones is going to San Francisco, in my opinion, the thing is Alabama and Ohio State had their pro day the same day. Mm-hmm. The 49ers had already traded up. It's clear. The Niners are going to take a quarterback. John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan are in San Francisco. And, like, the other thing is, I just got a gut feeling. And Mac Jones just reminds you so much of Garoppolo. Mm-hmm. He needs to get the ball out of his hand quicker, but coaching can change that for you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, um, I still put the rest of you guys. I took, I took Justin Fields. Yeah, I think that's I mean, a, same reason as you guys. He's just a safe pick. He looks so good. All right. Yep. At, at, the, at the beginning of the year, Justin Fields was a consensus number two guy until Zach Wilson mm-hmm. um, took over. 
Yeah, he yep. was. So most right. of the offseason, I was thinking Fields was number two, but I changed yeah. my mind. Yeah, I like. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just don't feel <laughs> confident on Zach Wilson. I think he has the most potential out of Fields and um, uh, Lance and Mac. Uh, I think. I don't know about most potential, but I think he has the highest floor out of all them. So, yeah, I, I, I definitely get why Zach Wilson's the number two guy. But, yeah, like you guys said, Fields was the consensus number two coming into this season. So, yeah, it really took a blow up here from Zach Wilson to get to this point. Mm-hmm. All right, all going right. to the number four pick, which can be Atlanta, which I do have Atlanta. I think they stick here. Yep. My pick is Kyle Pitts. Um, in these Arthur Smith uh, Shanahan offenses, they like – their prototype tight ends, um, Kittle, just to name one. I think Kyle Pitts can be this um, can be this player for Atlanta. Um, they also did just restructure Matt, uh, Matt Ryan's contract, so it's going to be very um, very hard to get rid of him in the next two to three seasons. And I don't see them sitting Lance for like two three years like the Packers would. So uh, yeah, I think Kyle Pitts ends up in Atlanta. What about you, Cole? Um, I have a trade. Okay. I picked, or, or for Fal- Falcons are trading the Broncos here, okay. and the Broncos are trading up a, bu- a bit. They trade away um, nine. They trade away uh, first round of next year. Um, a player, maybe? I mean, well, I, I couldn't, uh, with a PFF mock mm-hmm. draft simulator, you can't throw in a player, but, um, I mean, who mm-hmm. I was thinking was maybe Bradley Chubb. I mean, who, who knows? You can throw in whatever value Trey Lance will have and what team and, and what the uh, Falcons will see that as. I think a lot out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I had both first rounders too going okay. 2022 and um, 2023. Okay. okay. And they, they trade Trey Lance. I mean, the, 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 the Falcons, I, I had them trading down because they, they need defense and they restructure Matt, uh, Matt Ryan. Uh, Matt Ryan, like, like you said, uh, Tyler. And, it's going to be hard getting rid of the guy, and and you building your future around the Broncos, Broncos first rounders, is is very good because you don't know if the Broncos are going to be good or not. Right. And um, getting those first rounders would be pretty key and help revitalizing your that 2016 run that you had mm-hmm. uh, when they fell short. So trading with that pick, getting a bunch of first rounders for, I mean, possibly their franchise guy, but I mean they they restructured Matt Ryan, which I didn't really get. So. They so trade away to uh, Denver. To ride this um, last part of Matt Ryan's career out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they take Trey Lance here. Yeah, and with that as well, um, for the Falcons, 2022 and 2023, who knows when Matt Ryan, because you know Matt Ryan could just retire in the middle of his contract, but I mean, you're setting yourself up for success <laughs> without Matt Ryan by doing this, and you're still going to get a very good player at nine here. So, yeah, I, I think it's a possibility. I just think. Um, they stick and pick the best player on the board here. Mm-hmm. For sure. All right, Matt. As for me, as a Falcon fan, mm-hmm. I'm thinking, you know, they are, Matt Ryan's like 36, 37. Right. Got to look forward to the future. I mean, it's a transition year. New coach, new system. They're going to want to start over. I think Justin Fields is perfect. First of all, Justin Fields, how is he still on the board? Because of me, Mac Jones is apparently the Messiah in San Francisco. So, 
Fields will be the quarterback in Atlanta. Yeah, Michigan fan and his NFL team is as an Ohio State quarterback, yay. But I do believe that's going to happen, and he's uh, familiar with the area. Right. What else can I say? I, he's uh, a it's a good fit. pick. He really is. And mm. it's going to, I'm not so sure about the fit for year one because Matt Ryan's the quarterback, still going to be. And, you know, Atlanta has Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley. Clearly a passing offense, yet they get a rushing coach. So it's going to be looking forward to the future. This pick is just a future pick. Um, for me, I'm gonna I'm gonna take Kyle Pitts here. I just like uh, Tyler said, he fits the system very well. You know that system really needs that great tight end, and he's gonna really break out in that system. I think. Um, obviously, I was thinking about taking Lance here. I decided against it. Uh, I had it originally, but I changed it to Pitts. My second. No, I just I like the fit. I think it gets another weapon and it helps uh, improve that Falcons team. Yeah, I think Kyle Pitts is uh, a great fit for that scheme. So, and once again, like they restructured Matt Ryan's contract, I think they'll just play towards him if they stick at four, which obviously that's this is what it's going to do. So, um, yeah, I like that. I like Kyle Pitts to Atlanta. Uh, number five. Can't be a number one tight end. Yeah. Yep, number one tight end. Number five, Cincinnati. Uh, all of, all of Cincinnati should be celebrating, throwing a parade right now uh, because they're going to land what they desperately need. Yes, they did sign Riley Reef, but um, obviously I think prospect fatigue has hit this guy a lot. Uh, I think he's been the number one O tackle for two years. He's been almost what it seems like to be the best player non like best non QB in the class for two years. But he's going to fall to five here. Penny Sewell. Going from Oregon to Cincinnati, I think the Bengals find their franchise tackle here in Penn Uh I can't really say much more than that. All right. Cole? I have the Bengals taking Penn Sewell, too. Um, with free agency looking like uh, for the Bengals right now, they signed Riley Reef, but still, their line's still questionable. Riley Reef's average tackle. Um, Jonah Williams, he's underrated. He's good. The rest, I mean, you got not that good of O-linemen out there. So with Panay Sewell, you can move someone to the inside. I mean, it, it just creates so much more time for Burr in the pocket, and that's exactly what the Bengals team needs. They have wide receivers. I mean, you got Boyd, you got Higgins. I mean, those two, you don't need to take Jamar Chase right now or if um, mm-hmm. Kyle Pitts is on the board. So, I mean, I, I think it makes sense for uh, Panay Sewell to be going to the Bengals. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I agree with Sewell going to Cincinnati. Everything Cole said really is what I believe. Cincinnati needs a interior O lineman, and he's going to bring him that. So great pickup here. I'd say it's an A plus pick for Cincinnati. So, so if when if they draft Panay, he'll be playing inside. Correct. So, we, okay. Yeah. It's definitely possible. Be on. Gonna take the same pick. Okay. Uh, looking at tool seems number... like the out pick here at five. Best 
Probably the best trades I've seen uh, recently mm-hmm. because everyone looking mm-hmm. like they're going to probably pick Jamar Chase at three, but really they just get more first round picks and they still get the same guy, Jamar Chase, at number six. I think it makes too much sense. Um, I think he'll work yep. primarily out of the slot, honestly, um, which is not a bad option because a lot of number one prototype guys like Julio um, can run out of the slot and uh, predominantly run out of the slot. So yeah, I think Jamar Chase can be the next guy in Miami, and it gives to a great help uh, a run after catch guy, maybe one of the best run after catch guys um, in this class. So Jamar Chase at number six. Mm-hmm. I got Jamar Chase going too, and, and what the Dolphins did with um, Laramie Tunsil and getting how many first rounders for him? Basically, like four or five. Maybe six. It's crazy to me because I mean, you you, you just finesse. The whole league, basically. Mm-hmm. You just had third mm-hmm. pick, traded down to 12, go back up to six to take the same guy you were taking at three. Right. And <laughs> and Jamar Chase has the potential to be one of the greatest wide receivers in the league. Mm-hmm. I mean, his everything about him, his build, his route running, his release, I, everything is good. And, and this would be a no-brainer for the Dolphins. Um, Jamar mm-hmm. Chase, easily. Okay. To reiterate with with what Cole was saying, yeah, Chris Greer has done a hell of a job. For Tua, he's going to obviously need a weapon. You guys are thinking Chase. I'm thinking Devontae Smith. Mm. The Dolphins Ooh. are going to need more speed. So Wild card. With him throwing it to, what was it, Smith again instead of Chase. I mean, Smith mm-hmm. is faster. And he has that to a connection. They both were at Alabama. They have their chemistry already in place. I just really mm-hmm. like that pick. And Chase will slip a little bit. My question yeah. is with Waddle. Because Waddle is, has been the consistent fastest wide receiver in the draft. Mm-hmm. And they're both being from Alabama. So what, what, what puts them with um, Smith over Waddle there? <laughs> like, I, I, if, if they were to take an Alabama wide receiver, I, I feel like they would go Waddle, right? Especially since the reasons you listed of, of the, the quickness of them. Because before Waddle got injured, I mean, he was he was outperforming Devontae. I mean, that might be the issue is the injury. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. Only... It, could, it could be. And I think Best ability is availability. I think Devontae's okay. just better all around as well. So, yeah. yeah. Also, I have him going six. Okay. okay. All right. Um, I took Chase as well. I think it just makes oh, most sense. Of course, you did. I mean, I'm pretty much just copying <laughs> Tyler at this point, but um, for the same reasons they said, I mean, he's a great receiver. Um, he's going to be very impactful year one. Uh, he has 
potential potential to be one of the best wide receivers in the league in a couple of years. Okay. Sweet. All right, moving on to seven, Detroit. Um, I think this can this can be a lot of things. Uh, it could be a trade back. It can be a receiver. Uh, it can be a defensive back. Um, but with me, I'm going to go with a receiver out of Alabama, Jalen Waddle. Uh, I think he just fits this team what they need. Uh, they're going to need a now they're outside guy. Um, I don't know. I just I feel like Jalen Waddle is. I just get a sense out of Detroit that they're going to like Waddle more than Devonta uh, just because Dan Campbell about um, not like the bigger guys, but uh, when it comes to Waddle and Devonta, Devonta is only what rocking around like 175 pounds. I just think they're 175. Having, yeah. I think they're just going to have an issue with that. And I think Waddle is going to just be able to employ the afterburners um, and their coverage scheme. So yeah, I think Waddle is, the pick at seven, uh, what do you have, Cole? I have Waddle, too. Um, they, 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 with with the departure of Galladay, with the departure of Marvin Jones, they have – who 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 are their receivers, you know? So Nothing. it's a no-brainer going Waddle here. Um, mm. If you're going to trade back, I mean, I guess you're trading back for Devontae Smith later down, but you have to go wide receiver here, Jalen Waddle. Another option, okay. I think, is Sertan, though. Like, I wouldn't try yeah. to took Sertan here, but, but, I think, but I think receiver is in bigger need right now. Last year, they, they took corner. They took Okuda. <laughs> and that probably is what wearing the, uh, is like kind of like drawing the yeah. way because Okuda didn't really perform as uh, what, I, what I expected. So that's probably what's drawing lines to not take defensive back if they don't. Yeah. So, yeah. What do you got, Matt? Well, agreeing with what Tyler and Cole are saying, Detroit needs a receiver because looking at ESPN, their three receivers are Tyrell Williams as the number one, the number two is Brashad Perryman, number three is a guy I've never even heard of, and Tom Kennedy. So they've got to take a receiver. And I had Jamar Chase skipping this far. So Jamar Chase is going to have his career ruined in Detroit. (laughs) <laughs> Not really much more I can say about that. Sweet. <laughs> the fit, and it's fine, but Jared Goff needs a weapon. You yeah, get this man some help. Who knows? He might, <laughs> he, might break, he might like to break some kneecaps, so they could have that going for him. The golf ball. All right. Um, I'm going to, once again, keep to- copying Tyler. I'm going to take Jalen Waddle here. Um. I think he's best receiver on the board at this point. If Chase is off, you get a weapon for Goff. Even if I'm not a huge fan of Goff, you got to at least try and make it work. Right. Uh, the receiving core is terrible. And, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. All right, That's moving on All right. to the eighth pick, the Carolina Panthers. Uh, in my world, they luck out pretty, pretty, um, they get very lucky here. So, obviously, Trey Lance mm-hmm. slash Justin Fields can go to Atlanta Interdivision division at four, so that really kind of limits you to be able to trade up. But in this world, they don't need to trade up. They get their quarterback, Trey Lance, uh, in Carolina from North Dakota State. High, high, high potential, um, probably higher than Justin Fields, but also does not have the floor that Justin Fields has. Uh, I think Trey Lance could either end up being realistically a top five to eight quarterback in the league, 
too out of league in three to four seasons. I That's where I'm at on him. I'm not for sure, honestly, what's going to happen. But in a system that's built uh, to play around the quarterback like it is in Carolina, Trey Lance, I think, can be a great fit for Carolina. What about you, Cole? Um, that, that, what you just said is their dream scenario. If Lance or Fields falls to him, um, in my, in my world, they didn't, um, all four QBs went one through four, but there has been such a big hype around Mac Jones recently around, um, scouts and the teams. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you're uh, the, the 49ers having interest in Mac Jones and the Panthers, they have a young defense. They don't need a draft defense. Now they, um, their O-line's pretty good. It, it's solid. What they're missing is that QB. Teddy Bridgewater, he's he's not it. He's so, fine, but so yeah, he's yeah. not. He, he's pretty average, but, I mean, with Mac Jones, there a lot of people are seeing great, like, great comparisons around him. So they take Mac Jones at eight here. Um, so they, they get a QB. Um, I, he played good for Alabama. It's just that he, Alabama's scheme is just so simple. And allowed him to thrive there. So I mean, hopefully, he can um be good in the NFL at number eight. I felt I felt it was a little too high picking him there, but I feel like the Panthers kind of need a QB. I don't know. Mm-hmm. My other pick was Kyle Pitts, so there. If you if you reach <laughs> for a, a position in the draft, it has to be quarterback. So yes. Yep. As for me, you think because I had Mac Jones going to San Fran and Justin Fields going to Atlanta, you think this is where I take Trey Lance here. The thing is, Teddy Bridgewater played very, very well last year, so I'm actually not gonna have Lance go there. For Lance, he, he'll be taken later. But for the Panthers, if you you remember last year, Carolina took only defensive players last season, mm-hmm. and as I look at the Death charge for Carolina. Their corners are Dante Jackson and Rashad Nelvin. They need more secondary help as their only good member of their secondary is Jeremy Chin. So they'll go with a DB, Caleb Farley from Virginia Tech. Mm. He f- fits perfectly wow. in Phil Snow's defense. He does, yeah. So that's interesting. Even with the injury, he can fit. I yeah, I don't. Caleb Farley <laughs> fell because of that. The yep. back injury, man. Like the back in back it, back injuries can totally affect your whole body. So that is really scaring me off of Caleb Farley. Yeah, I like him, I but like, that I does like worry Farley me. a lot. But over a healthy Sertan, yeah. I don't know. Farley can be very good think, though. So I think he's better. I think he's a better skiing fit, but yeah, it's interesting. That's um, the reason, especially if the Panthers go defensive back there. But mm-hmm. Dante Jackson's pretty good at corner. He's, he's solid. He's pretty solid. I like him there. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, uh, yeah, the Panthers get a dream scenario for me as well. They're going to get Trey Lance. I mean, he, he's really good. He's close to being Tyler three. are twins right now. Yeah, I'm Tyler pretty much. Um, to close the browser, <laughs> dude. <laughs> I think I have the same next three picks as you as well, but um, um, yeah, I, I really like Trey Lance. I, I mean, you get some, some like little, like that guy. 
Um, and I think they probably get that guy in Trey Lance. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, pick number nine, the Denver Broncos. Uh, for me... Quarter of the three, wow. Uh, this is a, a tough pick Ooh. because corner has been addressed. Um, you're really looking for quarterback yeah. here, and Mac Jones is still available. But with Mac Jones, pro day issues, um, didn't play particularly well. Uh, new ownership, basically. Uh, new new people calling the shots in Denver. It's not John Elway anymore. Uh, if John Elway was here, Mac Jones would have definitely been the pick. I don't even need to say why. Um, but here, this is a scary pick because, for one, it makes Denver's defense even better, um, which is very hard to do. But this... That that's not the scary part. The scary part is is this man has potential off the field issues, character issues that have Ooh. been leaked. Ah. Micah oh, Parsons is my pick here. Um, I think he fits very well. He fits very well with his team as uh, a hybrid presence in a scheme where Vic Fangio would make this guy an incredible player. Um, yeah, Micah Parsons mm-hmm. is my pick at nine. I get the character issues and, you know, the hazing, sexual assault allegations, but at this point in the NFL, it seems like that has not really um, halted great, great players. Um, an average or good player, it can halt them, but great players like Micah Parsons, I think um, I think Denver will have the willingness to pick them at nine, mm-hmm. especially if they've already shown willingness to keep Vaughn in with all the leaked text messages um, I think they're not really worried about character issues in the locker room. So Micah Parsons is my pick. <laughs> Micah Parsons is my pick at number nine. What about you, Cole? <laughs> yeah. Um, mine was the trade back. It, it was the Falcons and um, uh, the Falcons trading back for the uh, Broncos. The Falcons desperately need some type of defensive help. Um, no matter what secondary, no matter what, uh, anything. Their secondary is terrible. And, and the logical choice that they trade back here is Patrick Sertain. So I have Patrick Sertain going to the Falcons. Um, he's my number one corner. Okay. Huh? I got a lot of DBs in that core. Oh, um, yeah. It's a great core, though, for sure. Mm-hmm. My turn. Yep. So building on what Tyler said, uh, he I have Micah Parsons going to Denver too. The thing is, Tyler has pretty much said everything. But the only thing I'll add on to that is the outside linebackers for Denver are fantastic with Bradley Chubb and Von Miller. Their inside linebackers are Alexander Johnson and Josie Jewell. That's not going to get it done. Yep, strength and a strength. Get Micah Parsons in that defense. They don't care about characters. Heineke, the floor is yours. Okay. Um, that's interesting. I, I picked Mac Jones here. Um, I think the Broncos are still looking for their franchise quarterback. I don't know if he's going to be that guy. Um, I know he had a bad pro day. I don't think pro days matter. I mean, look at a guy like Drew Locke. He had in the same pro day. He's not been good. Same thing with Trubisky. I still think Mac Jones is a good player. Uh, I think the Broncos hopefully get their franchise quarterback here. There's a position that they need some help with. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
going to number 10, the Sweet. Dallas Cowboys, America's team. Um, I have them taking a quarterback, <laughs> Patrick Sertain. Um, I'm a big fan on Patrick Sertain. He's my cornerback number one. He's one of the players that I think can be um, a top three player out of this class. I'm really high on him. I'm higher than a, um, I was on Jeff Okuda, and a lot of people were high on Jeff Okuda. I think Sertain can be one of like the three or four guys that can just be a Hall of Fame candidate from this class. That's how high I am on him. So Dallas picks a great cornerback, and that's desperately what they need. So what about you, Cole? Mm-hmm. I have, since Patrick's team just went to the Falcons, I have them, or I have the Cowboys taking J.C. Horn out of South Carolina. Okay, okay. Nice. I, I don't have them taking Caleb Farley because of those issues of back problems, and I, he, he might have off-the-field issues. Am I right? Am I wrong? Um, I thought he might. I don't know. But that injury concern, back, back issues can be terrible. I mean, yeah. it, the back connects to every part of your body, and, and but but he says he feels call. fine. So, um, you know, I, I still have J.C. Horn. I think I'm very high on J.C. Horn. Um, I, I mean, even before, I mean, I, I watched the tape on uh, all three corners. Certain is my number one. J.C. Horn and Caleb Farley. I think I still have J.C. Horn edging out Caleb Farley from mm. their tape. Okay. Uh, I, I don't know. I do as well. Uh, I just seen Caleb Farley get get beat a lot on a lot of routes, and you know J.C. Horn. I think I think he's a picker for Dallas, so um, mm-hmm. so I, I got them taken. I feel like prob- uh, part of that though about Farley getting beat is that Sertan or not Sertan, um, J.C. Horn was more of that press zone guy when uh, yeah Farley is that press man guy. So it's definitely a lot mm-hmm. easier to get beat as a press band guy, but yes, yeah, yeah I, Farley does tend to get beat a little bit as well. So, yeah, I, I mm-hmm. totally understand what you're saying. Yeah. As for me with the Cowboys, I'm riding with Tyler, and Patrick Sertan is going to Dallas from Alabama. Denver, not Denver, Dallas needs some cornerback help. Their corners are Trevon Diggs and my boy Jordan Lewis. They can rotate with Jordan Lewis, with Sertan. I'm pretty much lost of what what else to say. You said it all. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to have the same pick. I like Sertan. Um, You know, they lost Jadobia Wuzier. They don't really got much in that core now. Uh, You get a nice, nice probably number one. For Trevon Diggs, I mean, they're starting to build a decent cornerback core, which was pretty mad last year. And they got even worse this offseason, so I think that helps plug that hole. Okay, so number 11. I have the New York Giants <laughs> taking offensive tackle slash guard slash center from Northwestern Rashawn Slater. Oh. Okay. Uh, I like okay. Slater here because, as a Giants fan, our offensive you line. You confuse me there. As our, um, as I've seen our offensive line get built <laughs> a little bit over the past three to four years, uh, the, the loss of Zeitler at right guard has opened another hole, and I think Slater slits uh, slits slots into guard uh, for this year. Mm. Um, he might move out the tackle with Matt Pert. Um, 
being that extra guy that I think he could take over. But Matt Burt played well down the stretch. Uh, Andrew Thomas, I think he's going to be like a Colton Miller type guy. I think he's going to be able to blossom into having a decent career after having a disappointing first uh, first rookie year. But uh, yeah, I think Rashawn Slater just fixes up the O-line problem. And as a Giants fan, I think we really value Waddle over Smith. And even though it would be nice to get uh, Smith away from the Eagles, which foreshadowing, um, I think I think uh, Rashawn Slater is just the more right and intelligent pick at 11. For sure. Um, I, I've had Kyle Pitts here, and, and he dropped all the way. The reason I have Kyle Pitts here is they're building around Daniel Jones a lot. I mean, you've seen what they have uh, done in the offseason. They, they brought in Kyle Rudolph, which I don't I, – that, that was kind of like a brain-dead kind of move. I, I don't know what the point of that was. Evan Ingram's there. I mean, he, he caused how many picks for Daniel Jones this year off of drops? Levo was five or six. That's insane. So the way Daniel Jones plays, I mean, he just, you know, he Kyle Pitts is a guy that he can lob the ball up to, and Kyle Pitts will come down with it no matter what. And and with them building the secondary for the um, defense, building uh, getting Kenny Galladay for Daniel Jones, the wide receiver, Kyle Pitts could be that guy. Could be another weapon for Daniel Jones, Danny Dimes, and, and the Giants could win that NFC East, that high power division with Kyle Pitts there. I don't know. Okay. Um, the only thing that that makes me not think it, they they would take him there is because. I mean, they got Kyle Rudolph, but, I mean, it's Kyle Rudolph. And Kyle Pitts can be a, a insane tight end for for um, the next generation, you know. So, okay. I don't I don't think you could pass up on Kyle Pitts this long. I will I will say as a so, Giants yeah. fan, it kind, it kind of sounds like with the signing of Rudolph, it kind of does. It has eliminated Pitts from the conversation, but... Yeah, it it's it, it sucks, and then, it's, but I feel like you you cannot not take Pitts, you know. It, yeah, I don't know. It would be a good spot to take him, but as a yeah, I don't know. It just seems like we've kind of strayed away from that idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For me, for me, the mm-hmm. Giants. Yeah, they need more help on offense. Daniel Jones has his weapons. Saquon's gonna be back. You need to build on your O-line, but this is Dave Gettleman. They're not going to build on the O-line. They're going <laughs> to go corner. They're going to take J.C. Horn just to upgrade from James mm-hmm. Bradbury, who, no offense, but Ooh. you're not it. Um, wow! No, uh... That, they need a okay. defensive tackle. Not happening. Uh, J.C. Horn, you're going to New York. I will say, we do have our number two locked up as well right now, so... I think Adore Jackson I, should be able to slide ha, in there. How are you? Yeah. How are you feeling on the James Bradbury slander right now? <laughs> he is what he is. He's a low end number one. I mean, he he just disrespected. No comment. James Bradbury hard. Keep it rolling. All right, wow. um, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Rashawn Slater here uh, for all the reasons I said. Not a great line. You know, I think you move him inside. Um, guard, maybe center. I don't like him at tackle. Um, but I think he's pretty good off rip. 
Uh, he's definitely going to be a starter next year, and I think it just makes a lot of sense for the Giants. All right, number 12. Uh, the Eagles, I have them taking Devonta Smith. Uh, how could you not? I mean, it fell right into your mm-hmm. lap. You trade back, you get three first-round picks. For a guy that you were targeting, which was really a, just a jumbled-up mess of what they could have taken. They could have taken half of the people that went in front of them. Um, so I think it makes it more definitive. Uh, you basically lock up a top receiver as long as Waddle doesn't fall to 11. Um, and you get three first-round picks out of it. Yeah. You help Jalen Hurts. Um, yeah, I don't see how you can't do this as the, the Eagles franchise. Um, yeah, I have Devontae Smith going here, too. He, um, the Eagles, Trey Carson wins this offseason. Jalen Hurts is their QB. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the, at number six, they were targeting a wide receiver. And right. for a guy that, that most likely, it would probably be Waddle or Devontae, but they were targeting Devontae. So trading back here, it, it would make all the most sense to take um, Devontae Smith here. Getting a good wide receiver to help out Jalen Hurts. So for everything you just said, the Eagles need a receiver. You guys saying Devontae Smith, but remember, I had him going to the Dolphins. <gasps> Jalen Waddle is still available. Yeah, he can go to Philly. Oh, yeah, I think this okay. pick is just one hundred percent a receiver. Like, how can it not be? Yeah. Hell, I wouldn't be surprised if they reached on Bateman here. <laughs> They need a receiver so badly. If if the three guys go before. Alright. Um, yeah, I took Devontae Smith too. You know, I mean, it, it makes sense. They have no weapons. He adds at least something to that system. It, it, it just makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, 13, the Chargers. Uh, I have Christian Darisaw. Um, they need to tackle bad. Uh, Darisaw mm-hmm. is either the number two or number three O tackle, uh, depending on how you just think about Rashawn Slater. Personally, I think Darisaw is O tackle two, and I think Slater is guard number one. I think Slater's better inside, but Darisaw is either O tackle two or three. And to get him at 13, protect your franchise quarterback that is Justin Herbert, it's a no brainer here. Mm hmm. Um, yeah, I have the Chargers going offensive line here, too. Rashawn Ooh. Slater's still on the board for me, so they take Slater. Rashawn Slater. Okay. Um, okay. boom. Yeah. <laughs> not, not, not really explanation for that one. Um, Chargers, um, defense had a lot of injuries last year. Derwin James, um, didn't play too much. And, um, offensive line was a weakness, so Rashawn Slater's almost a no-brainer. As for yeah. me, yeah, the Chargers need to pick up an O-lineman, but Ooh. they lost Hunter Henry this offseason, and I see Kyle Pitts is still on the board. So wow. get, get another weapon for Herbert, address the O-line in the second round. Okay. Sweet. Interesting. Um, I got, once again, I'm copying Tyler. I got Christian Darrisaw here. Wow. I think he's, I think he's the second... I think he's the second best of like in this class. Lovers. I, I, I love him. <laughs> we are. We just sitting here make out all day. All right. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like from okay. the coldest day. 
Um, okay, just anyways. we're gonna go past that. All right, fourteen. No, we're not. The Minnesota Vikings trade this pick. Um, quarterback needy teams are coming up, and that team is the Washington football team. I think they sent a first rounder, third rounder this year, and a third rounder next year to move up six spots. Trade with the Vikings, and Mac Jones is here. Um, you might as well take him at 14. So, yeah, they get their potential quarterback at 14, Mac Jones in Washington. Okay. Play like ball Bill Belichick. Okay. From Robert Heineke. Belichick punching the air right now. Gosh. Shaking his head. And, like, and Chicago is because Chicago could have traded up here, and, you know, that's inner division. Yep. So Washington definitely makes the most yep. sense for a trade here. All right. Yep. All right, cool. Um, Micah Parsons, I have him here. The, mm-hmm. the off-the-field issues hey. kind of uh, maybe go down, but he is a beast. Mm-hmm. Um, no matter what he plays, on the outside rushing – if he plays a regular linebacker position at coverage, I mean, he can do almost anything a team wants him to do. It's just that off-the-field stuff and you making sure that he's going to be playing those games and he's going to have that mindset of, of being there for his team. So mm-hmm. um, the Vikings take Micah um, here. Yeah. I will say okay. with that pick, um, if that did happen, I think that would make – um, Washington look even worse as a front office, just with all the th- off the field issues that entire organization has. But um, yeah, we don't even need to get into that. So, all right. As for me, with Minnesota, they will have to take an alignment after losing Reef to Cincinnati. So, go go for a tackle, a pure tackle. I'm going Christian Derisaw. Nice. Okay. Yeah, they just need protection, and wink, wink. Kirk Cousins can get his protection. I like that. All right. Um, <laughs> for me, I got wink, wink. Shut up. <laughs> for me, I got um, I got the Titans trading up to the spot to jump some receiver needy teams. They're gonna trade a first this year, or they're gonna trade their first this year, a third next, a third next year, and a third this year as well. Move up mm-hmm. to fourteen, and okay. I have them taking Rashad Bateman. Okay. Um, I think they want a receiver. That's a good pickup. It's clear the Colts or Bears may take one ahead mm-hmm. of them, even the Dolphins maybe. If they um, didn't take Chase Knox, they did here. Um, I think they jump and they take they take Rashad Bateman. Okay, so that is pick fifteen that we are on now. New England Patriots. Patriots. Um, history would tell you they would trade down here, but I think this is too good of a pick to pass on. It Bill is. Belichick, um, we already know. Defense, his defenses have just been way more productive than what they should be. And, uh, well, let's make that not a trend anymore, and let's just make this defense very good for the future. Edge Gregory Rousseau, I think ends up Ooh, here. They, okay. play, they play for the potential like pick to be what he can be. Um, I think Gregory Rousseau, very raw, has only played one year as a freshman, hasn't played last year, has been working out. Um, but yeah, I think Gregory Rousseau, mm-hmm. this is the place to develop him perfectly, and I think that the front office is going to see this, so I think Gregory Rousseau ends up in New England. 
if there was a place for Rusu to go to de- develop, it, it's New England. Yeah. Uh, I like that. Um, here, I have New England going corner, Caleb Farley. Um, at this point, they got Stephon Gilmore. Did they re-sign J.C. Jackson? Uh, right yeah. now, he has yeah. a second-round tender, and it's I don't tender. believe he's been signed yet, but he, he'll he most okay. likely be back in New be. England. Okay. Um, and putting Caleb Farley there. Yeah. Whoa. I think you're lagging on it. So, putting Farley there, um, once again, um, Farley, I mean, he gets burnt a bit. I mean, he gets kind of um, uh, on the press man stuff Tyler's talking about. And and Bill Belichick, perfect time to develop him and make him a stud corner. Um, Their their defensive backs would be locked down if they can retain J.C. Jackson. So, I have Mm -hmm. them going uh, Caleb here. Be a good scheme fix. Okay. They do run a lot of that press coverage, so yeah, yeah. As for me, what would Belichick take? You know what Belichick likes: defensive backs and offensive wide, line. wide receivers. <laughs> yeah. Shut up, Cole. <laughs> As for defensive backs, the defense is stacked. I think Belichick will want to improve on that O line, and they they like uh, to taking their. There are picks that should have been taken already. I see an O-lineman that should have been taken already. And he's going to make his way up to New England. That's Northwestern's for Sean Slater. Okay. Where? Okay. spot, I'm guessing? Um, for me, I'm going to take Micah Parsons. I think if a team's going to make him turn out well, it's going to be New England. I yeah. like him in the scheme. Yeah. Belichick's going to coach him up. He's going to be an elite. He's going to be an elite linebacker. Some may say in that system, he could be the Aaron Hernandez for that team on defense. Oh my god! Cole. Wow. All right. Wow. Okay. Don't make fun of dead people, dude. No. All right. That, moving past okay. that. Next check. Right, let's move on. Arizona Cardinals at sixteen. Uh, they are going to take. A corner here. Okay. Scheme fit would tell you Caleb Farley here, but I have J.C. Horn here. Um, I think mm-hmm. I think Caleb Farley just really falls victim to his circumstance. Um, J.C. Horn, in my eyes, is cornerback number two, but I think in most front offices, it sounds like he could have been the first off the board uh, above Sertan, so... I think J.C. Horn um, goes here. Um, it it seems like Arizona just has a jumble of young defensive backs, but I think that continues here. But I think J.C. Horn just is too good to pass on at this time, really. Huh? Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, I have Arizona taking O-line. O-line's still pretty weak. Um, they did add... Who did they add to their line in the offseason? Who? Hudson. Not Rodney Hudson. Oh, yeah, Hudson. So, I have them going tackle Christian Darisol. Um, I think the right tackle, one of the tackles, is pretty weak. And O-line, I mean, help protect Kyler and have him being able to scramble out of the pocket, setting good blocks. Christian Darisol here at number 16, Virginia Tech. Back-to-back Virginia Tech players. Caleb Farley, then Christian Darisol. So. Okay. 
As for me, I think in this 3-4 defense for Vance Joseph, they're going to want to improve on their defensive line, on the defensive end spots, specifically with Zach Allen not being really the guy. So they're going to replace him with defensive end from Miami, Gregory Rousseau. Okay. Interesting. I feel like that's a great yeah. fit for him. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, for me, I got J.C. Horn. I just, I think he's second best cornerback. I'm sorry, Tyler. I swear I'm not talking you. They don't need a corner. Um, uh, I, I like J.C. Horn's fit there. They picked up Malcolm Butler, but otherwise, it's Byron Murphy. It's a pretty weak secondary. And, uh, yeah, he helped improve that a lot. Pete. So, all right. He's gone. He's, Vikings, he, he's, on with, he's on with the Vikings. Oh, that is true. So, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, it, the, the corners are kind of just empty. So it's Byron Murphy. It's not good. Yep. Okay, number 17. Uh, I have... The Raiders taking just a Raiders pick, a Gruden grinder, Quiddy Pay. Um, I like yep. Quiddy Pay a lot here. Uh, it just makes I would love to grind on Gruden. It just makes plenty of sense here. Um, they always like that bigger size edge with a lot of burst. Uh, so I think that's what Quiddy Pay is. He falls a little bit. There were talks about a month or two ago about him possibly being in the top ten to twelve, but. 17, I think, is a good fit, and we all know that uh, they love their Big Ten defensive linemen, so. That's true. All right. Um, with the Raiders, their O-line got completely demolished, like their old stadium. So, um, they go Tevin Jenkins here. Um, okay. Ooh. Solid pick. They okay. just re-signed Colton Miller to a pretty huge deal. Um, Tevin Jenkins could, I mean, help stack the line. I don't really know what situation the Oakland's even in. They're just in an odd, like, mediocre state. It's just, it's just weird. So, I have them taking Tevin Jenkins. Okay. A lot of people are thinking O-line because of what Cole just said. They just shredded their O-line for whatever the reason is. Um, but I'm gonna build on what Tyler said of Pay. It's just... It feels right. It's too mm-hmm. perfect. They love... They're going to love Quiddy Pay, The guy who led the nation in rushing percentage or pressure percentage. Um, a former Liberian refugee that escaped the Civil War, too. So I didn't know that. I love Mike. I love him. Uh, He's a very good player. Mm-hmm. I wish him the best. <laughs> Gruden, you're getting a good one. It just yep. makes too much sense. It it and of course it just feels right. He feels like a raider. Yeah. Yep. Uh for me, this is gonna be Yamaiusu Koromoa. I think he's just the best linebacker in the class. They need help anywhere on defense, and linebacker is no different. Uh he's not maybe the best scheme fit ever, but I think you can't pass up on a guy who's this talented. Kind of what it comes down to for me. Okay, Miami at 18, their own pick. I think here is um, Tevin Jenkins, O-tackle out of Oklahoma State. I feel like he can play the right tackle spot. Um, I just, 
I think Robert Hunt is going to move inside, and Tevin Jenkins is going to play um, to to his blind side. I feel really good about that. So I think Tevin Jenkins will be a good fit for Miami. Okay. All right. For Miami, since Tevin Jenkins just got took before him, they're going to go edge quitty pay. Okay. Um, helping out that pretty good defense already. Good edge threat. I think he's my best edge in this draft. So, solid pickup for um, Miami. Another one, I fr- I was thinking about taking Elijah Vera Tucker, but I settled on Quiddy Pay. Okay. Okay. So, like that one. so, for the Dolphins, their quarterbacks from Alabama, they just picked up an Alabama receiver in Devontae Smith. Let's add on that, get the mini Derrick Henry from Alabama, Najee Harris. Najee. Okay. Just pile through the defensive line linebackers since, I mean, their running backs are Miles Gaskin and Matt Breda, so Najee Harris, he'd be fine. The Alabama Dolphins. Pretty much. (laughs) Saban used to coach the Dolphins. The football team, so... Mm-hmm. All right. Um, for me, I got Quiddy Pay here. You know, they lost. Uh, they lost Lawson in their trade to the Texans, in which gave, in which was a stupid move. Is now their edge is nowhere near what it was. Uh, they have definitely a big hole there, and I think Quiddy Pay comes in and he fills that instantly. Okay. Um, nineteen for me. This should be Washington football team, but they traded up with Minnesota. And Minnesota plays a very dangerous game, but it works. Uh, Elijah Vera Tucker falls to them at 19. Uh, they need guard really bad. Wow. Uh, they just need they need to work on that entire offensive line as a whole. So um, I think they do this very well. And, uh, yeah, they get a guy that they could have taken early, and they get extra assets for the same guy they get at 19. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, um, with the departure of Riley Reed, I mean that's that's a really good pick. Did you just say Riley Reed? Possibly. So I have Washington going Rashad Babin out of Minnesota. Okay. Um, I mean, you got uh, what's his, what's his name? McLaurin. Uh, yeah, you got McLaurin at wide receiver. You got Fitzpatrick at QB. Heineke. Um, playoff, yes, um, you know, the next Randy Ayers Arena, you know, <laughs> very, very similar, um, sure. you know, I mean, just getting, getting more, um, offensive talent, I can definitely see you can argue for O-line here, um, picks like Elijah Vera Tucker, um, Walker Little, Sam Cosby, all those guys could fall, um, to him, but they take Rashad Bateman, who is a, I, I, I see him as one of, a very good wide receiver and a very good pick for a uh, football team. Okay. Okay. So, with the Washington football team, they, with their, let's look at their receivers, they got Terry McLaurin, they got Curtis Samuel, they got Adam Humphreys, they got the GOAT, the man, the myth, the legend, Antonio Gandy, Golden 
add on to that wide receiver core. <laughs> Go and get what Cole just said, Rashad Bateman. It makes too much sense. It really does. I like that. Um, that would have been my pick, but I, God, but I took him earlier, so instead of him, I'm gonna go with Caleb Mayfield. Their O line is just not good anymore, especially their tackles. Um, they had on a guy will start probably at left tackle. Um, you know, you gotta get protection for Fitzpatrick and whoever your upcoming quarterback is. And Mayfield, I really, really like him. He's actually my tackle three in this class, and uh, yeah. I think they get a stud here. He carried Michigan's O line last year, he really and he did. got hurt halfway through the season. Yep. yep. Okay, going to <sighs> number twenty. I'm going to the same man that Ethan just said, Jalen Mayfield, to the Bears. Um, I think it just makes too much sense. His versatility move inside. Mm-hmm. He can play tackle. He can play guard. Um, I think he's honestly a better guard in the NFL, but. Um, plug him in at both. He can play both. Uh, that's kind of what the Bears need. They just need versatility on that offensive line. Um, they've kind of moved pieces kind of everywhere the past few seasons. And uh, I think it just gives you an extra sense of versatility and a very high upside tackle in Jalen Mayfield. Yep. Um, okay. I have Bears going O-line again. Um, their line's pretty trash. Their QB yep. is... The Red Rocket. No, they're not the <laughs> the Red Rifle, Rifle. excuse me. But I bet yeah, Andy Red Dalton Rocket does have a gigantic Red Rocket. Tell about Andy Dalton. You get Walker Little out of Stanford. Um, oh, my a tip, God. A typical, really typical, a typical Bears move. Elijah um, Vera Tucker on the board, Samuel Cosby, and Alex Leatherwood. They ruined their franchise even more by taking Walker Little. <laughs> Makes sense. Okay, sure. you guys are going to jump out of your pants with this pick here. I will always jump out of my pants for you, man. That's what I thought. So, the Bears, they have Andy Dalton. They have mm-hmm. Nick Foles. Yep. There is a, a player who has somehow dropped this far because so many teams that don't need a quarterback passed on him. Just Except for the Denver Broncos, but... They like Micah Parsons. The guy they get. The next Jay Cutler. Trey Lance. Cutler. You had Trey Lance dropping to 20? Yeah. Everybody thinks sexy with New England. Belichick never goes sexy with the draft. True. That's true. Okay. I am in that is all. A ballsy pick. Got there. Okay. So with uh, the football team before that, they don't take Trey Lance there either? They have Ryan Fitzpatrick, Taylor Heineke, the GOAT, by the way, and they also have Kyle Allen. I, I don't see them getting a, yeah, another quarterback. That's, that's the thing is that, like, I think any quarterback besides Mac Jones fits there. Like, I, I just think Mac Jones yeah. is the only quarterback they can take there. Exactly. Because at least he like he doesn't All offer right. a veteran uh, presence, but he offers um, experience. So, but Trey Lance falls to twenty, and his career will be ruined in okay. Chicago, and he will be hated by all the what? fans. True. Yeah. Um. Yeah. For me, I'm gonna take Caleb Farley here. He's on the board. They don't have a good corner core anymore. Uh, I know he had the injury issue, 
I don't see him falling any farther than 20, to be honest. And I think the Bears will pounce on a chance to get another great cornerback. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're at 21. The Indianapolis Colts. Yep. Uh, a lot of people would think it would be a left tackle here. Um, but who did they just acquire? A quarterback that's going to need a ton of help. Uh, it seems like Indianapolis yep. has really been able to manufacture and develop offensive linemen. And who knows, maybe they take somebody mm-hmm. in the second or third round. Uh, I think that's, I think they could do that just because they've shown the ability of to just be able to produce a lineman. So what do you get here? You get the best remaining receiver on the board, Rashad Bateman out of Minnesota. Makes too much sense. The Colts seem to run a lot of guys that either cannot separate or they're just fast. They're not really anything outside of that. Bunch of slot guys. And Bateman does all of that, but at a, I believe, what, 6-2 frame? 6-1 frame? So I, I think Rashad Bateman That's is a... Belief. I believe Bateman is just a perfect fit here. And it gives C.J. Wentz, C.J. Carson Wentz, um, an option that he can throw to. Yeah, I have them going wide receiver here. Um, Rashad Bateman already went. Um, their O-line is already so good. I mean, last year it was a top 5 O-line. Um, with, with the losing of their left tackle, um, it will probably get a little worse, but they can find... Um, I mean, yeah, what Tyler said, they, they produce O-line and, like, it's nothing like New England. So, they take Elijah Moore here, who Ooh. a lot of people think that Tennessee what? is going to be taking, and um, A.J. Brown's are pushing it. But the Colts pounce on it before the Titans do. But the tits do not lose out, I'll tell you that. Okay. Yeah, with Indy, you guys are thinking left tackle, but Carson Wentz is a lot more mobile than Phillip Rivers is. So, and he's still really? going to have the best O lineman in football, and Quentin Nelson. So, I'm looking at that defensive line. DeForest Buckner is the only good defensive lineman. They got Tyquan Lewis, Grover Stewart, Kamoko Ture. I mean, you got to replace the guy, or I'm sorry, the GOAT, Grover Stewart. I mean, the you boy Grover paid, Stewart. We need to get a deal lineman. I'm thinking Georgia's Aziz Ojalari. Oh, okay. I have the most interesting mock draft by far, don't I? <laughs> That's interesting. Because of the Mac Jones and Trey Lance and Najee. Yeah. I don't think it's crazy to say Mac Jones would go at three, but I think it's crazy to say that Trey Lance would go at twenty. Yeah, for sure. I don't. I don't see Trey Lance dropping below like twelve. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I think the Giants would pick him if he's at eleven. Probably would trade up, but mm-hmm. still. Okay. I. I just don't see any um, of these teams. I see all of them passing on him. So that's why he I have him going to twenty and remember how long it took for Lamar Jackson to get drafted. That is true. I mean it's true. That is true. That is that is very, very true. It is. Alright. Um for me, I think the Colts need a receiver. Bateman's been off the board for me for a while. 
I think they go next best receiver, and that for me is Kadarius Tony. Um, you, you dropped the ball, I think, a total of like one or two times at Florida. Nice. Uh, he's got great, great route running. He's quick. He, he's really a player who I think can be a future all pro receiver. Very yeah. underrated. Yep. All right, 22. Uh, I have a receiver going here. So, receiver back to back, same division. And I think this is your Corey Davis replacement, Terrace Marshall. I think they play they play <laughs> with yeah. a similar size. Um, Terrace is probably a better route runner than Corey Davis was, but uh, I think Marshall probably doesn't have the um, go-get-it instinct that Corey Davis had, but I think this is your near-best replacement for him. Um, for the value you're getting. So I think Terrace Marshall fits here in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. So with Tennessee getting blue-balled by the Colts, them taking Elijah Moore, don't fret, Tennessee fans. You guys get Rondale Moore from Purdue Ooh, for that wide receiver core. And that Corey Davis replacement. Interesting. That's my boy. All right. Uh, oh, oh, yeah, my turn. My bad. <laughs> For me, I don't know what else to say. Tyler said it all. Terrace Marshall to the Titans makes too much sense. I'd say he'd be the number three receiver behind A.J. Brown and Josh Reynolds. Would you all agree? I think Josh uh, Reynolds would probably opt to this a lot. Yeah, probably. But I think it makes too much sense for him to go to Tennessee. It's too good of a fit. Mm-hmm. It really is. Did you okay. guys have Rondell Moore going before this? I don't. I, don't I have, have him in the first round. I don't have Rondell Moore at all. I'm not going to comment on that. I'm high on him. The wait. I love you. All right. Um, I think it's my turn to end this one. So I had yep. um, the Titans trading up with the Vikings. So this is another Vikings pick. And I was honestly thinking taking this guy at 14. Uh. Daniel Hunter said he's unhappy with the edge rush, and I think they're trying to try and fix that by bringing, in my opinion, the best edge rusher in this class, Jalen Phillips. Mm-hmm. I love this kid. Mm-hmm. He's so good. Uh, yes, he's had concussion problems, uh, big okay. concussion problems, but he didn't really have any last year when he played, and uh, I'm not too worried about him. I think he's going to be a stud. Okay. So moving to 23, this is the New York Jets, um, yep. what do they need? They need defensive help. Um, where yes, it starts everything. is your defensive backs. And with with yep. the new system coming in, that cover three system with Robert Sala, they're going to opt to a zone corner and a little bit of a um, – I think this is a mix of a reach and what I would do um, because I don't think – like, I think this could happen, but I think there's other guys to pick. But Eric Stokes to the Jets. Okay. I'm a big Eric Stokes guy. Okay. He fits that corner, um, that zone corner role that the Jets are looking for. And uh, at this point, um, Farley just doesn't fit what you need and that injury problem. Uh, yeah, Farley still hasn't gone yet. So I think Eric Stokes will be still a sliding. great fit in New York. Okay. So, for New York, I have best player available here. Um, O-line needs some help. 
I had Elijah Barrett Tucker following to him. Hmm. Perfect scenario for him. All around versatility for him. And um, awesome pick for the Jets to help out their line. Nice. Uh, I agree with Tyler. The Jets need to take a corner. But I don't agree with the player. I'm thinking the Jets are going to get Greg Newsome. Yes. Okay. I think it's a hit or miss pick, and that's mm-hmm. kind of what the Jets need right now. Corner though, isn't he? Yeah, yeah but but uh, best I'm gonna on that second opinion, because that's my pick too. Yeah, and I I feel like Salah would like him. Okay. All right. Um. Yeah. With the twenty third twenty third pick, I'm picking the same thing. Greg Newsom. Um. Man. Now I I've done some tape on him. He's not great in zone coverage. But he's not awful, um, and I, I like him. I think the Jets are going to look at him. He ran a very fast 40 time. He was pretty good. He has the ability to recover on deep plays very well. Uh, he's pretty locked down. He does occasionally get burned on like a slant route or something, but it's not a huge deal. Uh, I, I like him there at 23. I know they are. I'm telling you. I'm just saying, he, he like, if, if he's playing in zone, it's not going to matter if he gets burnt inside because that's not going to be his assignment. I know. Okay, pick 24. Yeah. The... Oh, go ahead. Are you going to say something? But no. Okay, okay. Uh, pick done. 24, Pittsburgh. If this happened, this would be a, um, a very scary pick for the league. Um, Pittsburgh... They're going to build on their defense here. Um, corner is in play. But that's not what I'm opting here. I'm opting for what I think is the best available right now. I'm very high on this guy. You partner oh you partner him alongside one of the best gap linebacker blitzers in the league, Zaven Collins, to Pittsburgh. Oh, I, think, I think that is a very good fit next to Devin Bush. And that linebacker That's not... in Pittsburgh, I think, would be set for Same. 10 plus years. Yeah. Yeah, right. You're Same. definitely right about that. I, I, think boy, just, I think he just falls just because of his position. But if this happened, I think it would be very scary for the league. Mm hmm. Cool. Okay. I have Pittsburgh taking Sam Cosme. Um,. Uh, they need tackle a little bit of a line. I know Alejandro Villanueva isn't probably going to be there anymore. Um, yeah. Um, so taking an O lineman here, I still think Leatherwood's better, but I hear I haven't heard that many like people like scouts talking too much about him and him falling a lot more. So Cosme up here to the Steelers. Okay. Okay. For me, for Pittsburgh, I want. I think they're going to want to improve on the offense. They got a new offensive coordinator in Matt Canada. They're going to want to be have a little more tempo in the offense. That's what Randy Fickner was really lacking. So, and you could go O line. I'd be fine with that, but I'm not thinking that. You should know me by now. I don't have the simplest mock drafts. So, contrast maybe. I am thinking they are going to go with Travis Etienne. Okay. Oh, Help it out that run. Pace. Yeah. That's the yeah. thing. 
Yeah. I, I like Connor. He beat can he survived cancer and he also survived Nathan Peterman. So that is, yeah. He'll do well in Pittsburgh. Right. Uh, alongside with ETN. Alright, um for me, I'll pick the same as Cole. I'm going Sam Cosme. I'm not huge on him, but they're gonna look at how you know he's very athletic. Um he's gonna slide in as they have a terrible O line. Mm-hmm. And he's gonna be a good replacement there. Uh, at, at probably left tackle. Okay, so 25. Uh, Urban Myers' first pick, because number one doesn't count this year. Um, real pick. Yeah. Yeah, first real pick. Uh, as an OSU fan, there has always been one thing about Urban Meyer defenses, and that is a lurking high safety with great ball instincts. Yep. And that's exactly oh, what Trayvon yeah. Moerig Um I think Trayvon Moerig is bigger than, than average uh, OSU safety slash corner. Um, he's a what now? He's bigger. Uh, I think he's around, uh, I think he's like 6'2", <laughs> like 215 or so. But he plays yeah. very yeah, light on his big. feet. And he has a, a natural instinct. Um to just hawk balls, so I think Trayvon Milrig fits the Sim- game. Similar to Jeremy Chin. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I would say so. I think Jeremy Chin is a little bit more better in the box, but I think Milrig has that better ball yeah. instinct. But, yeah, this is what OSU has ran their defense off, um, or ran their defenses around, really. Um, just the pass rush and that safety that has a great ball instincts. Um, Matt mm-hmm. knows, sorry, but you know. Um, yes, no. Plenty of that, just that entire 2016 game, those two picks, that pass rush and that just Malik Hooker, just that first one. So that's kind of what banged it off. But, yeah, Ohio State always ran a high lurking um, safety. That's exactly what they get in Melrig. If I could say the F word, I'd say F that game. <laughs> yep. <clears throat> so Urban Myers is taking... Asante Samuel Jr. out of Florida Ooh, State here. Nice. I I Asante. like Asante. I think he's solid. Um, here I really like the Trayvon Merrick pick. Um, Tyler said. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, Asante I, I just saw that role that, as a corner. Yeah, I mean, he he can do a lot. I mean, he can transition to that that safety over the top. And he could be playing that um, corner, so um, yeah. perfect in Ur- Urban Meyer's um, system, and hopefully he he could be good there if they they do end up taking him. Yeah. for my first Urban Meyer pick, I uh, actually he likes depth, so he's going to trade down. Mm. The Green Bay oh, yeah. Packers are going to trade up, and okay. I think they're going to want defensive line. They're going to go Christian Barmore. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, I think that's what Green Bay wants more than anything right now because they are not willing to get weapons. Why do that? Yeah, that's true. Urban Meyer will trade down in hopes that Trevon Morig will still be available. Okay. Which is um, for me, four spots, I believe. But my bad. Okay, it's all good. Um, yeah, for me, 
I agree with Tyler. I'm taking Trevon Moerig. Um, pretty much the same reasons he said. He, he's literally the ideal player for that scheme. Um, I, I just love the pick. I've been picking this for a while now, and that, I don't think it's going to change. Moerig's a great fit, but I'm just think Urban Meyer really likes depth, so he's going to trade yes. down a few spots, then go for Moerig. That's just what I'm saying. Ohio State always ran multiple substitutions, so that does make sense yep. for sure. I just think you can build through that um, just differently, but getting extra picks and uh, assets. Getting like a third rounder. Right. Okay. Okay. Browns at 26. They get their biggest need, and they get a great scheme fit. Joker from Notre Dame. Jeremiah Wusukormoa. They run run that dime coverage. Um, He's perfect on the tight ends. He's athletic. He can almost play safety if he needs to. Um, with their at, with their acquisitions this offseason, I think he wouldn't do that. I think he would just play um, play linebacker, be that rangy guy over the middle. So, yeah, I think Owusu Kormo just makes too much sense. It fills a gap, and he's a great team fit. Okay. Yeah. So, for the Browns, that was also one of my picks. Um, they, they're taking Trayvon Moverick here at safety. The Browns desperately need safeties, even though Trayvon Moverick doesn't t- like typically fit the, the typical safety. But um, they, they can put him wherever they need on defense. And um, honestly, Jeremiah Wusakormo is probably the better pick here, but I had them taking Trayvon Moverick here. Interesting. Yeah. I am going to agree with Tyler. Jeremiah, whatever his name is, is heading to Cleveland. <laughs> Way too much sense. Yeah. Perfect fit. Like, yeah. I, can't, I can't say anymore. You can't I'm, pass him. Like, I know. I'm, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, for, for me, um, I'm going to take a different linebacker here since I've had Joker off the board for a while. I'm going to take Zayvon Collins. Um, I, I, I love Zayvon Collins so much. He's so good. Um, you know, they have a pretty big hole at linebacker, and uh, I think he fills that pretty, pretty well. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, 27, Baltimore. Uh, I'm going to go edge here. Mm-hmm. Uh, not the edge you would think of, uh, just because of circumstances. I know you're going. Um, Osai has been heavily linked to this team. 3-4 <coughs> edge. Um, he, would, he just makes too much sense. Cam yeah. Sample out of Temple. Another guy that... Not. Some some people that just don't know about him just because he's from Temple hasn't had the hype. Mm-hmm. Um, but here yeah. you can't pass on Aziz Ojulari. Um, I just think Ooh, in circumstances he falls um, just because scheme fits and positional need. And I think Ojulari is good, but just I don't I don't know. I just feel like there's not a consensus number one edge, which is going to cause edges to fall. So I think that's what happens mm-hmm. to Ojulari, and I think he ends up in Baltimore. Okay. Okay. So for Baltimore, obviously the receiving and the weapons for Lamar Jackson are scarce. And mm-hmm. this wide receiver from Florida would oh, be perfect for w. Baltimore. And if Baltimore that's fans it. and uh, they would be so happy if they can land Darius Tony, yeah. that would be a game changer for their offense because of how much he can do. He he catches almost everything. He he runs quickly. Yep. He's he's perfect. He's perfect. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah. 
that 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 two's Baltimore has to pick in there. Tyler said Ojolari is heading to is heading to Baltimore. I'm I mean Ojolari's already taken. He's going to Indy, so you're gonna have to pick someone different. I think John Harbaugh wants athleticism at the edge oh. rusher. Yep. Position, and I'm thinking they'll go with Jason away. Oh, Jason away. I'm thinking that that's a curveball. Great fit for Don Martindale's defense. Okay. Um, for me, I'm going to take another athletic edge, uh, but more in the mindset of what Tyler said. I'm taking Joseph Osai. It just makes a lot of sense. Um, that's been what looks like it may may be the pick there. Uh, I'd have them taking a receiver, but I don't think there's a great one left. Well, there is one good one left, but uh, I, I think just taking a nice edge here makes a lot of sense. It really does. Okay. Uh, the Saints, mm-hmm. your star cornerback has been arrested. Your second cornerback <laughs> spot is in question. And... Who falls here? A press man coverage corner that you guys okay. like. He's a great scheme fan. Caleb Farley falls to the Saints. Okay, that could be a very beneficial pick for them. Uh, I think Caleb Farley, yeah. the slight ends, it's a great scheme fit. Just the situation around the defensive backs and New Orleans as a whole has just been recently falling apart. So I think this is just too good to pass on. You're, you're good enough to win a Super Bowl, even without Drew Brees. Sometimes it held you back, realistically. So I think mm-hmm. they take a need here, and um, it's really just a boomer bust pick. So Yeah, I enjoy watching Saints fall apart as a Falcons fan. <laughs> <laughs> so, for the Saints here, since Jeremiah Wissacormo fell, and Cleveland took Trayvon Moerig instead, I have oh. Jeremiah going to that Saints defense to making that that defense pretty stacked. Yeah, they already have. Uh, who, who's their linebacker? Um, Anzalone and Demario uh, Davis. Demario Davis, oh, yeah. I, uh, Jeremiah Wusakormo could fit um, yep. Sean Payton's scheme, and this this will be pretty ideal. So I have him going. There. Nice. So, for New Orleans, I'm thinking ty- what Tyler's thinking, but he's got Caleb Farley, and yeah, sorry, but Panthers are already have him. I'm not thinking defensive back, but I am thinking safety. They're going to want someone to take over for an aging Malcolm Jenkins. Sorry, Urban Meyer. Trevon Morig is heading to New Orleans. Interesting. Okay. TCU yeah. safety is gonna intercept some of Justin Fields' passes. I like it. <sighs> Being right, a um, bucks. Yeah. Uh, for me here, I think the Saints. Fever's not a humongous need, but it's a bit of a need. I think you keep a guy in state in the city, and you take care of Marshall Jr. I just I love the kid. He's really good. No, and uh, they done. Yep. It's literally like twenty minutes from New Orleans. Alright. 
29. Um, just going to say uh, a name here, and I'm just going to let you have a Cole. Kadarius Tony. Go Cole. There's no. I, I don't even need to explain this one. It's just too good. So. Go. That makes sense. Just He's Cole, there. It's your floor. All right. That would be awesome. Um, I have the Packers going Greg Newsome here. Okay, um, I like it. Nice. He, the, the Packers' defense, obviously, or their, their offense, they haven't been getting air routers weapons. But since I had, I mean, Kadarius Tony already gone. Rondell Moore, Elijah Moore, Rashad Bateman. Um, the three guys, Monty Smith. The Packers really don't have a guy to go here. Mm-hmm. I, I think cornerback is their other need. Um, more depth there. Yep. Kevin King, even though he got kind of um, exposed in the playoffs, he's, a um, he's okay. Um, he's just having depth behind him <laughs> is, is good. So Greg Newsom out of Northwestern for yeah. um, Green Bay. I love that. Yeah. So Urban Meyer is one pick short of Trevon Morig. So he's mm-hmm. going to go pick a guy who's torched him before. They're going to pick a guy who... Oh, I know where this is going. going to go off. Lawrence needs help. He's going to get a weapon. Rondale Moore is going to go off in Jacksonville. I like it. I I love Rondale Moore. Okay. Not because he torched you. Uh, I I love him as a player anyway. Uh, he sucks. <laughs> and I live in, like an hour away from Purdue. So yep. there's also a little bit of an attachment to Purdue. Yeah. I'm, I'm really rooting for the guy. Yeah. He's so much fun to watch. Yeah, he really mm-hmm. is. Yep. Um, and he had a lot of mm-hmm. injuries last year. Yep. For me, as a Packers fan, um, I recognize that DB is our biggest need, and it's Kevin King sucks. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to take it Sante Samuel. He, I really like him. Um, I think he's a guy who will get burned some, um, but he's he's super fast, super athletic. He's going to get picks, uh, and I like him in the scheme. as a nice, uh, aggressive man corner. Yeah, even though he's an aggressive man corner, he... He honestly might be able to play safety with just his pure instinct. Like, I, it wouldn't shock me if he could. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know mm-hmm. if he ever has, but he just has that ball hawk instinct. So. Mm-hmm. All right. Yep. Number 30, Buffalo. Um, I believe someone has already had this man go, but Buffalo, yep, I know uh, you can increase or increase, improve on your offensive weapons for Josh Allen. Or you could become even more aggressive on defense. And I think they're going to do the latter. Uh, Christian Barnmore Mm -hmm. to add another inside presence pass rusher. I think it's a a pick that almost could, could turn out to be better than what Ed Oliver was. So I think Christian Barnmore has a lot more potential to just become a complete, um, Boom of a pick, so I like Christian Barnmore in Buffalo. Um, me and Tyler have the same pick here. I have Christian Barmore too. Exactly what he said, improving that the de- uh, defensive inside or um, D 
Divine inside, and what Ed Al- what Ed Oliver could have been, could be what Christian Barmore will be. So, yeah, could. Okay. Yeah, that that's the word could, but as expected with my mock draft, I I disagree with you guys. I think Buffalo's going to want to. They think they have their offense set after the signing of Emmanuel Sanders, so they're going to mm-hmm. just strengthen a strength with the linebacker core. Take the best okay. available player. They're going to go get oh. Zayvon Collins, okay. A plus pick. I like. Yeah. I mean, if you say you got to take him. Um, exactly. Yeah, for me, I'm going to agree with Colin Tyler here. I'm taking Christian Barmore. He's the best D lineman in the draft. It right, makes sense. I don't need to say much more. Uh, 31. Chiefs. Um, they got exposed. And they need... Yeah. They, they have to protect the best quarterback in the league. Mm-hmm. Uh, Creed Humphrey. He can play guard. He can play center. And um, I think he's just the best remaining lineman at this point. Not a big fan of the tackles. Uh, Eichenberg, I think, would be a second. But I think Creed Humphrey yeah. just... He's played at Oklahoma for three or four years. Hasn't had a bad season. Yeah. Don't I don't think he's let up a single sack in his career, which is very impressive. Wow. Um, oh, my goodness. Yeah, that's a stat. He's not letting up a sack. I get he plays at center, but still, that's very impressive. So impressive. But uh, he has flexibility to play guard. So uh, you just add flexibility mm-hmm. and what I believe the best offensive lineman remaining. Okay. Um, yeah, I have them going O-line because of um, the obvious need of uh, O-linemen, especially since what we saw in the Super Bowl. Um, Alex Leatherwood from Alabama. I'm high on Leatherwood, and okay. not that many people are talking about him. A lot of people are seeing him dropping, and Chiefs are a perfect spot for Leatherwood to be going to. Yeah, um, due to injuries and opt-outs, the playoffs were hard on Mahomes for O-line, so that's pretty much leading to everybody's obsession with, oh, get more O-line help. And and I'm still going to say O-line. They're going to get Wyatt Davis. I like it. Boy. Interesting. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, now this is crazy because I just couldn't find a spot for him. Um, stuff in my crazy pick. I just I took other stuff instead of him. Um, so he slid way far than he should have. But uh, that's going to be everybody in the Chiefs are going to pounce on him. Who'd you say, Heineke? Who are you picking? CBT. Elijah Vera Tucker. Oh, okay, okay. Ugh. That makes some more sense. Yeah. Okay. My 32. I, uh, my 32. I have hinted that this is a crazy pick with the boys before we started this, but, um,. With this team, this you is. don't have a lot of weaknesses. You can go edge. Mm-hmm. Uh, you yep. can even go quarterback if you want. That's not out of the picture. Uh, you can go receiver. You could. could or that. you can get the best player remaining and take Najee Harris. Um, yep. You're at a point yes. where you can afford to okay. waste a, well, not waste, but 
take a running back with the first round pick. It's what the Chiefs did with Clyde Edwards Elaire. So, uh, and I think Najee Harris is uh, just too good to let slip out of the first round. I think teams in front actually need position players. And, well, Tampa, I mean, they don't have weaknesses. DB, no. Defensive line, no. Edge, you don't have a weakness. You just need another guy in there. But, I mean, you can sign somebody. O-line, perfect. Receiver, could use another one. But, um, I mean, as long as Tyler Johnson doesn't play abysmally, just bad, you're fine. Uh, so, yeah, I think Najee Harris, even, yeah, they resigned Leonard Fournette. But Najee Harris is just a better Leonard Fournette. Uh, Ronald Jones. Yeah. I mean, Najee Harris, if you just get Najee Harris, that mm-hmm. team is completely better, which is almost hard to do. Yep. Just better. This is a really hard pick for me. So. Colberg's not going to pick. All right. Um, well, Matt, why don't you pick while Cole's doing something? Cole's not going to pick? I yeah, think he's he doing something. Alrighty. As you guys said, there's not really weakness in Tampa, but I'm I see that Levante David, he's entering his he's like thirty two. He's aging. They're gonna need to replace him eventually. Just get a guy there ready. Pick a linebacker. Go ahead, go pick Nick Bolton. Hmm. Okay. It's a good piece besides the linebacker. That's a very good complimentary yeah. fit. And that okay. is my I'll go real quick. I'm back. Yeah, so, okay, you can go, Knuckle. This is, this, this is a hard pick for me. Um, they don't really have weakness. Just more death of DBs, Javon Holland. I, I just picked the best of it. Holland. Okay. Okay. It's interesting. You like Holland. Okay. I feel um, like if... Won't for me. Last. Go ahead. You can go ahead, Tyler. It's all good. Uh, go ahead. Going, going back to what Cole said with Javon Holland... Um, mm-hmm. if you're looking at Matt's board, I feel like Javon Holland could be a potential, like, mid-second round pick for Urban. Like, I think that would be another good fit. So, that's all I was going to mm-hmm. add. Okay. Alright. Um, for me, this guy, developmental guy, can be really good. Uh, but like I said, they need an edge rusher. I don't know if he brings that right away, but uh, I'm going to take Gregory Rousseau here, the last pick. Fallen. How is he still available? Okay. Yeah, you better take him if he's. Oh yeah, for sure. Yep. Okay. Yeah, if he's there, you gotta take him. I believe that is everyone's complete mock draft. Which this is very long, but um, I think it's over an hour. It's an hour and a half as of right now, but. Oh my god. It's a little long, but uh, I think. I think it's a very informational and just fun um, podcast yeah. as of, uh, right now. So, uh, yeah, I think we're going to do more of these with different people yeah. um, just as we get closer. Um, I think we'll, we'll try to make mm-hmm. them shorter. Um, but, I mean, I think this was <laughs> this was fun, so I enjoyed it. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of people on the Red Meme team who'd be willing to do this. Oh, I think yep. so, so, too. Four of us. Yeah, I agree. Oh, for sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah, well. you can 
bash me for having Mac Jones at three and Trey Lance at twenty. <laughs> All right. Does anyone All have right. anything else to add that's appropriate to this conversation? Uh, well, it's two in the morning and I'm going to bed, so no. <laughs> it's going to be a little painful seeing Justin Fields in a Falcons uniform. <laughs> yeah. All right. But at least you get to watch uh, Justin Fields get picked off by Urban's prototypical safety. So. Trevon Morig, you said? Yeah, Morig. Morig. I think he'd be a great fit in that scheme. Like, there's just no way he wouldn't be good. Okay. Okay, well, I think that's that's going to be it. So, uh, thank you guys yeah. for tuning in and listening. And, uh, yeah, we will be back with another mock. Probably two, maybe. I don't know. This is super fun to do. Uh, we'll get a bunch of yeah. different people on here. So, all right, thank you guys for tuning in and listening.